Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Rewind with Dana and PJ. Ooh, got a little something in my throat. Um, hey, welcome. I, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Hey, hello. Hi, welcome. You remember the video? What video? Hey, hello. You wanna, you wanna... Oh, Ebony Jenkins? Yeah. Somebody here. I miss her. <laughs> like I look like I know her. Somebody I miss her. Somebody posted that video somewhere. Somebody posted the video on the Instagram. They was talking about sometimes when you got to praise the Lord, you just got to do in whatever environment. And then I remember, and I was like, oh, right, she was singing a church song. I forgot about that. Yeah. I miss her. What she went up to? I know she had a baby. Okay, congrats, sis. She had a baby. The son girl from Teletubbies had a baby. The little son baby? Uh-huh. Son baby done Damn. had a baby. That's crazy. Um, you know, I didn't really do too much of shit this week. I just been working. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think that that's baby it. tired today, y'all. Daylight saving time was is today. Was today? I don't know how you phrase that. So you know, is, well, is today. PJ, because yeah, and I stood and I was up when it happened. So it went from one fifty nine to three a.m. Like, I was just ain't that like, about her. huh? Ain't that about her? Yeah, and I was just like, damn. I just feel like, and like, it's, an, I feel like it's everybody else too. Like, I just feel groggy. Like, yeah. Like, just sluggish, and I don't know why. Uh, I but no, I ain't been doing too much of shit this week. Just been watching TV. Excuse me, y'all. Um, I yawned. Um, watching TV. Mm, I was trying to play a little video games, but I didn't really have the patience to. Okay, what video games do you like to play? Um, I like to play, so I like fighting games, but I'm real specific on my fighting games. Like, I really only like Tekken. That's, like, the only fighting game I like. I don't really fuck with Mortal Kombat. I think what? those controls are too complicated. Um, that's the only one I really like. Um, I remember I tried to, uh, oh, a game I used to love. Somebody was talking about it because they talking about, you know, they're supposed to be releasing the PlayStation 5. Um, do you remember Def Jam Fight for New York or Def Jam Vendetta? It was this game. It was on PlayStation 2. And like no. you would just put, you would create a character and like you would bat. It, it was like it was a Def Jam game with all the Def Jam artists and like you would create a character and you would fight all through them. Like So, so you it fight. was actual rap artists, but they yeah. would be fighting. Yeah, they was fighting. They I, was wrestlers. When, I honestly thought it was a rap battle. <laughs> No. I was like, um, a rap battle video game? No, 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 no. And like, you used to fight Snoop Dogg. <laughs> what? Um, That's Fat funny. Joe. You know who was the character? Christina Milian. Um, you know what? It does sound Lil vaguely Kim, familiar. Carmen Electra. Kimura was a character. That's so funny. That um, would actually be a fun game to have now. It was now. really fun. It was really fun, actually. Um, And they... It was, I used to get to the point because somebody had tweeted like when the game when this game used to be so hard it make you not want to listen to their music because I ain't gonna lie because you know who was one of the hardest characters on there Missy. Fat Joe oh okay Fat Joe was one of the hardest characters to be like you if you got Fat Joe in the one round you were gifted because that's funny because the, the way his fighting style because they each character had like their own certain fighting style yeah. I wonder why they made him the hardest. I don't know. I don't know. And then they end up making another one, a third one, and one of the levels you could fight at was the 106 in Park stage. But you know... I am so My dead. friends from New York said, yes. you know 106 in Park wasn't even, like, you know 106 in Park, it ain't nothing there. 
Like oh. it's nothing. Oh, that's not actually like where that's, it's that's located. actually not nothing now. Interesting. Like you, would th- I thought they was filming this on one hundred six in Park. And my first one, you were like, no, it was never nothing now. Like they just called it that, and I was like, well, what the fuck? Um, but no, yeah, I play those, and then I play a lot of survival horror games, Ooh, and then I like a lot of. I'm playing this one game called Mafia, Mafia Three. It's where you get to play as the black man and you literally go around killing racist white feet, uh, white people um, in the South. Um, that's fun. And then, I don't know, it depends. I'm I'm different on my video games because okay. then I like shit like The Sims mm-hmm. where I can just do like whatever shit. Now The Sims, what's the whole objective? There really isn't one. You just play. Because I... I- I remember having the Sims app for like a little bit during college and I was like, okay, it was fun to like pass a time with, but then I would yeah. be like, what am I actually doing here? Nothing. <laughs> but like once you, once, once you bought the Sims, they had like this mode where you would do objectives and like your Sim oh, would grow. Okay. I ain't gonna lie. That's one of those games I low-key feel like. But it's so popular, right? Like It's so popular, but like, and it was so simple, but like, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like everybody should play that game. Just because, like, okay, bear with me. The game, the low-key, the game was about growing and elevating. Mm. That's literally what the game was about. Like, you went to work every day. You had to keep your house up. It was The game was being an adult. And on some real shit, like, if you missed, if you missed, um, and, like, that game, like, really kind of taught me about adult life because... I remember, you know how, like, in the morning, your job, your work, your ride used to come and pick you up for work in the game. And certain days, I'd be like, fuck that job. <laughs> Girl, they must have fired me and my bills piled up. And uh, then they turned off my light. They took what? my stuff. It really be getting that deep. Oh, yeah, because what happens is if you don't pay your bills, they come and repossess stuff. Dang. So, like, I remember one time, girl, I bought this new TV from off the thing, and I didn't go to work, so I got fired, so I couldn't pay my bills. And it was like, if you don't find another job, we gonna, we gonna take your TV. Crazy. And I said, no, nah, fuck y'all, I ain't gonna take my TV. And they took your shit. And he came and took my TV. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that, that game legit was like, adult like your, your sims like have to learn how to read i remember your they have, have to, to learn shower how to cook. they stink oh yeah and your points yes. go down like your sim has to learn how to cook your sim has to learn how to fix things like your sim can like has to learn how to like just do everything see and, like, i ain't i ain't realize it got that deep i feel like the app maybe the app didn't have like all the functionality or something back mm. then but i was just like i don't oh, remember you playing on your phone yeah i didn't remember oh. how to do i remember how to Excuse me, y'all. Words. I didn't remember having to do all of that stuff. Yeah, I, feel like I think I just it's only on like it. the big platform. Yeah. And then uh, my mama bought me. She pissed me off though, cause I don't know why the fuck she was. Back. Cause you know the Sim has different versions, so mm-hmm. it's like Sims University, and they got like all these expansion packs. Her ass for one day. I mean, I'm appreciative for Christmas on my Game Boy Advance. <laughs> bought me the Sim pet version where your Sim got a pet. Bitch, my pet kept dying. Damn. I didn't give a fuck about that pet. I said... That was probably the least one you would... And you don't even like animals. <laughs> and I said, why would you buy this? <laughs> and like, the, you know, that's, in Sims Pet, your goal is to take care of the pet. That's why so, I died, because you don't like animals. So you was like, girl, fuck I would this. come home, and there'd be piss spots everywhere. <laughs> like, I'm like, what's up? And then they'd be like, oh, you got clean. I'm like, oh, no, I can't play this version. Because fuck a cat. Fuck, it, fuck that. I can't do that. And I, had, I remember I had a cat, a dog, and then I tried to get another animal. That died like two days later. Yeah, no, I couldn't. Yeah, damn. And then you used to have to go to work for the dog. And my thing is, 
Yeah, the Pets version wasn't a good version. <laughs> and then they used to make <laughs> well, make the Sims off. make love and oh, yeah. in the bed and shit. And I like the Sims. That was an interesting game. Nice. Um, but what else? What else? What you done did this week? Um, I mean, it was a pretty chill week for the most part. Really focusing on work. I got. I guess I got a promotion. I'm moving Ooh. into a new department. Um, which I'm you like for a new apartment. Oh, I'm moving into a new department. Oh, at work. I just looking for a new apartment. You know, I'm hella nervous about it, but excited too. Just hoping for the best. It's gonna be more difficult, but hey, you know, life is about challenges and such. So right. we're gonna like just do that and make the most of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, outside of that, you know, I've been trying to cook it up. I made baked ribs for the first time this week. What? Baked ribs. Oh, I thought you said bacon ribs. I'm about to be like, what the fuck is that? That actually sounds good. Like ribs wrapped in bacon. No, that sounds like a heart attack. I mean, truly. No, I'm like, that sounds like a heart attack. Um, they, how it did came the out ribs pretty turn good. out? It came out pretty good. You put um, barbecue sauce on them? Mm-hmm. You use real ribs? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I use uh, microwavable ribs. <laughs> no, I didn't know if you use like, like... Fake rib, cause like oh, right, you know what right, I'm right. saying, or like, yeah. or like. Now I got it from uh the deadly part, uh, um jewel. How much was that? Oh, that was probably a lot. You bought a rack of of ribs. Yeah. Wow. She got money. I really don't, but I was, was just gonna say I've never went in the store and just walked out with a pack of ribs. No, it, I just have been wanting it for so long, literally months. I was just like, today's the day. I'm just gonna do it. And you baked them. Yeah. How they turned out? It turned out pretty good. Like, I wanted them fall off the bone tender, but I think I, like, left them in too long because I wanted to make sure they were done. You know, sometimes when it's your first time cooking a different meat, you like, I want to make sure it's done. True. Like, I ain't used to this. So, True. but it was still, it wasn't, like, rough or anything. It was still, like, tender, but I wanted it, like, the way my, I remember one of my parents making it where it was just so fucking good. Right. It wasn't there yet, but, you know, we're going to get there. True. I made some, um, Mashed potatoes, some scratch, some rosemary, Ooh. garlic. PJ, I got to hook it up for you. Actually, I got to hook it up for both of y'all. You and James. Oh, I ain't never made potatoes from scratch. It's easy, too. It's really I easy. I thought it boiling. Especially if you do red potatoes, because I feel like they boil faster. Maybe all the b- potatoes boil the same speed, but I feel like red potatoes cook like faster because they have more water. Eating, I know they sell this probably somewhere. Mashed sweet potato. No, but it sounds I probably would like. I don't think I would low key. Like smashed, basically like mashed. Like mashed potatoes, but with a sweet potato. I feel like that would be good, and if you kind of make it taste similar to um, me, I would doctor it up. And because I guess because my thing is, I don't want sweet in it. Because you know that's supposed. You do you get what I'm saying? Is that my making sense? Like you know, well, like regular see, white potatoes is, are like just savory. Yeah, the thing whereas, is, mm-hmm. when I think of mashed sweet potatoes, I think of like candy yams. And how exactly. like I can like add doctor it up to make it basically taste like candy yams. And is that's what, I'm what saying. I would probably do. But then it would probably be weird having them so mashed. Right. Cause my thing is if that's know. the case, then I just eat yam. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause it's like, oh no. That's weird. Oh no. Mm. But okay then, all right. So let's move on to these five fingers. I really only had one and it was real simple. You know, I'm just really tired of y'all being mean, okay? So, I don't know. Do you remember? You know Diggy Simmons. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen his brother lately. JoJo? No, the other one. Rusty. Oh, no. I, I haven't. No, not really. But, like, I guess my five fingers given to people who've been talking about him. Because they've been, like, clowning him on the internet. And, like, I just feel bad. 
I don't like it because a it's like one of those things like they be, they be trying to compare him to Diggy because Diggy fine, Diggy fine, he is like yeah. he fine, and like I'm like I be feeling bad because I'm like he already like like a sibling in this family that's all in the media. Mm-hmm. Then you got to worry about people calling you ugly and all types of shit. Then on top of that, you don't know what's wrong with this boy. Like I think we be forgetting like internal illnesses do affect how you look on the outside mm-hmm. um uh like case in point i fit doesn't like lupus like affect you from the in like outside like um, you can tell i'm not sure but i get what you mean there you know are certain things that have like physical yeah. it changes how people physically look and yeah, like impacts it's like, that yeah and like people been dogging him and are I'm you just saying like, he has something or are you saying like you shouldn't I'm judge just saying, just, you don't know just leave the boy alone yeah okay. it's like Okay, yeah. so he didn't turn out to be the most attractive. Damn, you gonna tease him about that for the rest of his life? Mm-hmm. And then also on shit like that, like with stuff like that, like especially when like, or I'm thinking about in my case, like when like big people. You think we don't know, like shit, like you you get what I'm saying? Like you think someone who's not traditionally attractive, you think they don't know that if someone is not, I'm pretty sure they've heard that before. Like the internet has said, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's one of those things where it's like, they, they know that. So like they, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, it's, it's something they can't control. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, like again, we don't know why some people are big. It's health issues for some people. Some people is literally like a condition like or like somebody point in case like i knew somebody they just got big because they couldn't work out no more because they broke their leg like you just never know what's Mm -hmm. going on and i'll just be like man your business like also it's one of those things like why do you feel the need to tear him and that's the thing like i can't i can genuinely say not once in my life can i i don't i don't think i've ever posted on somebody's picture like tearing them down i i literally cannot tell you a time where i've like done that on social media even to a celebrity like I just don't, it's just funny to me, like, what motivates people to actually leave, like, hate or, like, brutal negativity. I think the most I'll probably say is, like, if it's, like, a, uh, oh, um, like, I'll probably, like, make a comment on something if it's, like, a, a misjustice or something and be, like, hey, this is so unfair, something like that. But I, mm. I never, like, like, made, like, a hate comment, really. Right. It, I, I, I don't know. That, now here like I'll talk shit but like not <laughs> I ain't gonna go like I don't like Taylor Swift I'm not gonna go to Taylor Swift's page and be like I can't stand your yeah, ass yeah exactly like if, I, if she do something stupid I'm gonna be like here go this bitch once again yeah like you know that's how I'm gonna comment on it I'm not gonna go that's like me I can't stand the Kardashians that's like me going on their page and being like you wanna be black bitches y'all yeah, ain't shit but like, you know what I do instead I block them so I don't see them mm-hmm. or if like because some some people actually do rub me the wrong way even when I just see their face on social media block them yeah. or just don't go to their page I like, literally have Kardashian filtered out nice mm-hmm. I don't know you could do that I'm I know do you that. can on Twitter I don't know about oh, Instagram okay, okay. if I could do it on Instagram I would be so happy yeah I definitely filter their name out but it's just like stop being mean for no reason this boy you think he don't know what's going like you think he know he not traditionally attractive yeah he know that but still don't make him like not a person with feelings so get yes, the fuck out of exactly. here um but that's all my five fingers i had i ain't really had nothing else okay um i don't even have five fingers wow what surprisingly 
or there probably was something at one point and I didn't write it down, so it slipped my mind. But as of now, I'm like, been a solid week or two. I did have something that upset me, but I will bring that up once we do our let it marinate section. Because mm. I think it ties into, yeah, it does. So I'll wait for that. Oh, I feel like if it got something to do with the marinade section, I feel like I know what you're about yeah. to say. Um, okay, then. Well, then I just had one cheers. Uh, I mean, even though, like, I haven't really been feeling it lately. You know, happy birthday to Chicago on Wednesday. Chicago turned 183. Nice. So, you know, we 183 years old. What a old. fun fact. Where do you be finding these fun facts? It's just I just randomly come across them. <laughs> then I, like, Google them just to make sure, like, yeah. who's for real? But, yeah, Chicago turned 183. 183 years of popping this Chicago pussy. Happy belated. You know? Um. Okay. Pop culture. I did have a couple of things. Okay, <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> so, um, the Hot Pocket heiress, Michelle Janovs, Gen- 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 oh. she was sentenced to five months in prison for paying 300000 300000 300, to cheat and bribe her two daughters way into college. What did you say about the Hot Pocket era? So this is the woman who owns, like, is the Hot Pocket. Oh, franchise or like brand every, or whatever. The Hot Pocket era. So, like, she she she's inheriting all the money from the Hot Pockets. Oh. I just got to say, another, wow, y'all really out here paying for y'all kids' education. And it's just crazy knowing that niggas like us had to fight to get in school. That is crazy. She literally paid 300000 for both her daughters to get in a, uh, in a, in a school. So my thing is some I, some Lori Laughlin shit. The same one as I'm Becky. So my thing is I I do see two sides of this. A part of me sees a side I'll do anything for my kids. I want them to have the best of the best, and if I can afford it, I want to make it happen so they have bright futures. But why I don't get you that just part. let them apply? Right. The, but the, that I was just about to say the yeah. other end of it is if they didn't meet the criteria to get in, then they didn't earn it. That's what I'm saying. Like. And go a route that is more suitable for them that, you know what I mean? Like, like, or if you want to use your money, get them into some elite. I don't know. I don't know. But it, I don't know. It's like, I think for me, this thing is like, you know me, I'm just like, hey, once again, showing how white people never like to work and mm-hmm. just want to buy their way into things. Um, and then that's when, it, and that's when it really like sucks when you think about some of the ideas placed upon other groups of people where it's like, we 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 are looked at as lazy or like we're not getting to where other people are. But then you don't think of, you don't consider like some of the shortcuts that other people Have are taking. Had. Yeah, exactly. Like literally, you like I, I I when I hear about stories like that, I get angry. I be thinking about college and how like at one point I almost didn't come back because I couldn't afford it and like. How, like, every time I wanted to, like, just embark on any kind of opportunity in college, like, it was money and that was stopping me, like, from doing, you know what I'm saying? And, like, stories like those really make me mad because I'm just, like, honestly, I would would rather you say, like, no, that's not good. Because I was going to say, I wish you could put that money toward, like, a scholarship for others. Like, dude, if if that makes sense, like, if, like, if my daughter get in, you know what, I'm going to give... Five hundred thousand to y'all scholarship fund mm-hmm. for everybody. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Still, still not right. But mm-hmm. at least, like you know, 
always yeah. be like, look, if you're gonna be a be a good a good villain, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I get what you mean. You know, be a good villain. I, I get that. Um, I would feel better about that, but no, it's not even that. And uh that it just again, like again, back to when we was talking about um, what's our homegirl with the pencil? You know who I'm talking about. The girl with the pencil, perfect attendance pencil. Oh. And that bitch... Li- oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I keep the girly bitch. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that girl Lizzie took her pencil and the teacher was like, oh, it's fine, da-da-da. It, when I think of this story, I think of that. How, like, you told her, oh, it's fine. She could take the pencil. She didn't get perfect attendance, so she shouldn't get this pencil. Mm-hmm. These bitches didn't get the grade, so they shouldn't get in. Like, it's just... And you see how it starts at a young age? Yes. From a pencil. From a pencil. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that bitch, you the hot pocket heiress. You got money. Heiress. That's what you were saying. Yeah, I that's thought you I'm were saying. saying era. No, girl. What I the was fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, heiress. I just gave you 450 two weeks ago. Okay? Dang. Because I bought some pepperoni hot pockets. I love those. Yeah, they so hot pockets so bad for and you. And the though. funny thing is, I, I used to have them when I was a kid. and then Oh, all the time. And the thing is, I went probably like a good eight years without having them. And then like I randomly oh, really? had them after a drunken night like a few months ago. And I was just like, dang. Hey, when you, I don't know about you, but like when you got home from school, was you the only one home? Or like, was your parents not home? Nah, my parents were always home because they got me from school. Oh, okay. Because like my mom, she would be working sometimes but when on I weekend, got home. Yeah. Yeah. And like Pop them hot pockets, baby. Pop two of them in the microwave. Oh, I'm good. With some chips. Man, I had microwavable everything. I had the little microwavable French toast. Yep. From, uh, what was it, Aldi or some shit like that? Hell yeah. I had the little microwavable breakfast sandwiches. I used to put the toasted strudels in the microwave. But I low-key stopped using my microwave. Cause Same. Because I, I heard, Same. well, my new apartment didn't come with a microwave. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh. But then I was like, oh, that's not a bad idea, though. Exactly. I'm like, okay. Because, you know, Michael, you know, I ain't going to get on to all that scientific shit, but you know. You them, know what they say. You know what Apparently they say. The waves bugs. is bad for you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I got uh, one. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, let me let you I was going to say, um, oh, Lil Baby was talking about, um, he was in a, he was an interview on a podcast, and he said he want to try to stop using nigga in his rap because he see white people at his shows and he don't like them using it. I appreciate that. My thing is, I'm like, little baby, I don't know how you're going to do that because he's, you know, he a trap rapper. So I'm like, how you, I, I do appreciate him saying that though because mm-hmm. I wish, because it's like he can't have control over them. I was going to say so all names, he can do, you know what I mean? But I wish Kendrick can say the same mm-hmm. thing. I wish Chance can say the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm, especially people who know and they have a big white following like, I think that's something y'all should think about, too, when, you know, because yeah. I ain't going to tell I especially going to Chance's concert. Can I tell you, I was very uncomfortable when, you know, uh, no problems. One more label try to stop me. It's going to be some dreadhead niggas in your lobby. <laughs> you know, that song. Yeah. And like that whole time, I was kind of uncomfortable because I'm like, I know people not filtering. Like when I went to his concert, I was like. Yeah, these people not filtering themselves around me. I don't, it's, and it's like you want to fight, but then it's like you about to be fighting the whole stadium. Yeah, then. exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I'm with it, but it's like, do I want to do it? Like, you <laughs> he know, said I'm with it. So yeah, yeah shout out to little baby for that responsibility. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I don't want you to change your music for them. At the end of the day, I feel like you shouldn't even have to do that. They should be respectful of you. Absolutely. And that work, like, but it's like. 
Dana, that's what I meant to show you. Speaking of, I saw this quote. Um, it is so accurate. It said, nigga is our lemon that we turn into lemonade and now everybody wants to sip. That was I a quote. That. And I was like, oh. Yeah, that's a good way to that put it. That was a good one because I'm like, that's literally what it is. That's literally what it is. And um, so, yeah, that's one uh, little baby talked about that. You know, Rob Kardashian's trying to get custody of Dream. He said that Angela, a.k.a. Black China, he said that she's raising Dream to be aggressive. He oh, was, I think I heard a little he bit He said Dream that. was showing him twerk moves and showing him, like, positions in the bed or something like This is oh, what he no. said. And then one of them Kardashian bitches is going to say something. I noticed Dream's behavior when she plays with her cousin. She's a little bit more aggressive. And then China said, false. It's false. And I think it's false, too, because... I just don't think the Kardashians raise their kids well. Uh, I believe what happens is, Car- Dream, I'm, I'm believing that, you know, when she's with China, China's being a great mother, but China's probably also disciplining that ass. You know what I'm saying? That's possible. And I, th- and I don't think they do that. Or like when they be, uh, Car- uh, Chloe was saying something about, I don't know if it was Chloe, you don't know them hoes, but one of them was like, oh, she like was defensive with her cousin. Well, I'm like, what's her cousin in her face? <laughs> like what the fuck like mm-hmm. you, she got a black mama so she of course she's gonna teach her to be on this at the end of the day <laughs> that's true too you know what I'm saying at the end yeah. of the day Dream has to grow up as a black woman so like I'm not saying that black women need to be defensive but I'm saying she gotta you know learn like you know that's true because even though it's funny that you say that because even though some of the Kardashian kids are a mixed race too I think growing up with if she's like growing up primarily with a black mother that could still change the way she's being, like, developed or she's being, like, raised. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, they're both mixed, but a black woman being the head of the household and a white woman, like, it could be just different, you know, like you're saying, styles right. of parenting, and you know. Because I'm pretty sure North, whose parents are Kim Kardashian, Kanye, aren't raising their child like China would. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I would assume. Cause, like, I would I just, assume. You know... I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the case. I just think, you know, they trying to be petty to Angela. They trying to get Angela back because she finessed their ass, and y'all just mad because she got a show, and she got just a child like that she loves. The loved. Kardashians finesse people, so she finessing too. Like, you can't finesse everybody and then get mad when you get finessed. You got to respect the game, baby, because you playing it. Right. Oh, somebody put that on a t-shirt. I'm so you so stupid. <laughs> um. Question. Did you see the Candyman trailer? Yes. Oh my. And of course I'm seeing it. Fucking wow. That looks phenomenal. Confession. I used to, um, I ain't gonna lie. I used to really actually be scared to say. Oh, I never did that. I all those little Candyman in the mirror things. Like when I was like, it's like part of me thinks it's a joke, but a part of me, like I literally get scared. Oh when yeah, I do me it. too. I'm not doing that shit. Isn't that so crazy? The trailer is so funny to me at the beginning. I'm not gonna lie. When remember when the black girl came in and the photo white girl uh said Candyman in the mirror and he told they ass up. Ooh. And that black girl was in that star like, what the fuck going on? I, was I like, need to watch it again. Oh, watched it. And did you? Because I only watched it once. Did you hear the song no. in the trailer? I don't know. 
You didn't hear the song. I can't remember. I saw the trailer like once, maybe like a week or two ago. Okay, so that's so, why, you know, I mean, it's vague. you're going to hear it again once yeah. you see it. But you know how like Jordan Peele in uh, Five on it? I mean, mm-hmm. get, get, uh, Us, it was Five on it. Mm-hmm. Bitch, do you know he remi- remixed for Candyman and made it more haunting to match with Candyman? Say my name. So like in the trailer, dang, you, I'm mad. How did I miss it? In Maybe trailer, in my trailer that I saw, it didn't have. I'm it. about to say, I wonder which trailer you have, saw because in yeah. the background, all you hear is "Say my name, say my name." And they it's like did a, not. And it's like this haunting version of, it. and I was like, "Oh my god!" Because yes, you don't say his name, shout. and I was like, "Jordan, <sighs> get that check, get that check." My Dusty nigga, how out. do you do this? How do you do this? Because he's know, creative, man. Love and, it. And I hate to always bring it back. I hate to always bring it back to this. But Thailander, this, pay attention. Mm. Pay attention. Like, I hate to say it. Pay attention. And I know Jordan Peele has a white wife, so a lot of people don't like him. Da, 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 da. They feel like he may be a little whitewashed. But I'm like, man, his movies... Be blacker than some of the, yeah. the, the blackest black movies I've seen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he about to tackle gentrification in there. Because like, he seems like the type of person who, I don't know. You got some people who you feel like they're, they're them standing with black people is more performative. But his doesn't seem like perform like he's doing it because he has to or because it makes him look good. It does seem organic and like natural. Yeah. And so I feel like people see that and that's why we still like are rocking with them. Like, oh my God. And then it's directed by a woman. I think mm-hmm. it's a black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm just like... Or wait, or does she write it and he's the... No. I think he's just the producer and okay. she's the director. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was mistaken. some like confusion on that, I guess, apparently. Um, Okay. But cool, oh my cool. god, I'm so I'm so excited for that movie. I cannot wait. That's gonna be great. Hell yeah. Shout out to Jordan Peele. Um and then what else I had? Um nothing really. Um, you know, a lot of new music came out. You know, Sugar finally hit the stream. I haven't heard it yet. Oh my. So you've already been twerking to it. Oh, she got a song with Kaylani uh, yes. called Hit My Phone. Um, do I even? I'm gonna download that after the show. Now, I got a question for you. How do you? Did we have the conversation on mixed people and nigga and them saying it? <clears throat> I hmm, a good question because it's something that pops in my head too. Um, I don't know if we've talked about that. Because I just was feeling like I like Kaylani, but. I realized when she said, I'm, I think I'm also just really getting to the point where like non like traditional black people saying nigga, I'm just like, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially like, I don't know. Like, cause when that her, one I, is a little more difficult for me with, with what? With uh, mixed people. Cause them, you know what I be thinking? I don't, I, uh, cause this is what I've seen from mixed people. They only use it when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Because this is now, I know I might get dragged for this, but this this is just how I feel. I always tell people, I feel like the biggest plight of a mixed person, legit, is just like finding an identity. And like, not to knock anybody's struggle, but like, I know finding an identity is hard. It is. But like, 
they struggle with like which side to go to. I feel like it always be like, well, which one is the more convenient instead of actually truly figuring out like what they like. Really? I actually I actually feel like differently. I feel like for them is which side to go to because both are rejecting me in different ways. Well, no, yes. Yes, that's true cuz like you're too black for the <clears throat> you're too black for the white group, you're too white mm-hmm. for the black group. But like instead of just like I guess feeling and I, and, I, and again I'm basing this off my opinions. Mm-hmm. People I, like especially like the lighter they are, they pull out the the quote unquote black car when it's like convenient or like mm-hmm. in the situation. Like you know what I'm saying like and th- and that's when I like kind of lose. I mean, I've definitely seen examples of that. So Yeah, like lose respect like for for a point example like mm, I be like or if you want to name the person and just still get the example. No, it's just like I be feeling like and then I get confused cuz like you want to be in both parties but then it's something about them saying saying nigga that really kind of throws me off. Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out I mean obviously it's cuz like half of you is identifying with the group that is using this word to oppress. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's, I wonder if it's something more that I'm missing. Maybe. But like, it, it does, like, cause like, that was, she got a whole song like, called Niggas on that, on that mixtape. And then like, I'm just like, mm. who? Kehlani. She does? You don't know that you should be here. Oh. That, uh, that song Niggas and it's just like, damn, I didn't even and remember And she that. is, she, she definitely identifies as a black I don't, black girl. It's just like I don't know, and I don't know. I, yeah, with mixed people, they, they, I, I be wanting like help them. Like I be wanting to like you know sympathize with yeah, them. Yeah, but then you also want to go up for your your black 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 yeah. black people because like we need to be gone up for. So and I guess because I, like... I be feeling like sometimes with them I be like, and oh, this probably bad to say, but like they 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 problems don't be important to me. <laughs> No, Dana did it because I'm like, you trying to worry about which group to fit in. My nigga, I'm over here trying to, you know, be a whole black gay feminist and you I know, mean, stuff like that. Like, that's real. I got layers too. Like, you know what that's I'm saying? Real. Like, so I, it's like, I don't know. I don't I, know. I got to think about that. It's just me. a different, they just got, they're just, they got a different set of things to that than we do you know yeah. in certain ways so i mean we might we just might not you know ever really understand or you know yeah and it's like it's hard for me to sympathize with that. a little mixed girl who can't fit in when i know so many dark girls who got teased for their features mm-hmm. and like who like weren't even accept, like by the black girls who weren't even you know what i'm saying yeah. so like i can't have a problem i can't have sympathy for people who can go back and forth in between Mm-hmm. especially when uh, some of us are just one yeah you know what i'm saying like, i get that because you see i feel like you see the privilege and how the privilege has been used against us so it's like you can't yes. like yeah they have struggles but more than anything you see a lot of the privileges that they benefit or you see them being recognized as the full black person on the tv show or on this or on that so it just feels like how can i fully recognize your issues when to me like they're everybody's going up for you like you're the you're the chosen one out of all us black people and things like that so and then like that's why i don't want to watch mixed dish i'm not even gonna lie i don't Mm want to watch that show like and again like what you saying like every rapper always talking about some foreign and some light skin and some 
girl, y- y'all praise. You yeah. just don't. You may not know it, but y'all praise. It's the darker skinned people who have the issue. So that's why it's like hard for me to like sympathize with them sometimes. I'd be just like, I, I, I definitely see your point. You Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, um, no, she got some Meg got some good songs on there. Um, I'm still not over um, B I T C H. But it's 2020. I ain't finna argue about twerking. True. I said, bitch, that's you're right though. For real. You're right. And they tried to keep my girl down. And 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 to all you dumb motherfuckers who was trying to come for me, because I think in one song she said, now I don't know if she meant this for real or if she was just trying to rhyme, but she was saying she got a 2.7 GPA. And everybody was trying to come at her because they're like, bitch, you dumb. Da, that's da, da. not uh-uh. That's about to make me mad. <laughs> That's about to make. Do you understand this bitch has a full time music career and is still trying to balance school? That Half alone. Y'all don't even know how to fill out the application for college. Half of y'all got less than that, and all you had to do was school. Right. I mean, so how you gonna judge her? And she's balancing. A f- she honestly don't even need to be doing school. She's already True. probably making the money. She got the recognition. She got the career. Like in one. I'm sorry. I just that just made me mad. I'm that, sorry. that pissed me off too because I was like how the fuck you gonna call me dumb motherfucker the dumb says the dumb motherfucker looking at me on his phone she's clearly not a dumb woman so. clearly not dumb because if, like she, people... if she was dumb she wouldn't have made it this far yes yeah don't don't come for her like that and then also uh, did you hear about her stuff with Rock Nation and that? I mean with uh, yeah. 1501 and everything yeah. see this is why and it's kind of hard because it's like, dang, I don't know the ins and outs of like the music business, but right. it does seem, I don't know. It's, it's, this it's, is why I was, remember we was talking about making a band and here you was like, oh, I want to audition. We were talking about like, oh, I just need a foot in the door. See, that's what I mean by mm-hmm. like every opportunity ain't good. Because like Megan probably thought when they first came, like, oh, they got my bag. Da, 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 this mm-hmm. my first. Now look, you see what I'm saying? That's why like, especially like it, black artists, like. We just cannot be so quick to sign. I know that I 100 percent agree. We with. cannot because I think because I know what it is. We be thinking we not gonna get another moment like this, mm-hmm. and you just gotta truly believe in yourself that you will, mm-hmm. and you will. You know what I'm saying? So like, yes, black creatives, please. We gotta read through these. Cause that's one thing I learned. Like, I don't care if it take me a week. I'm not signing nothing until I read it. Like. And that's on, that's on period. You could be promising me 50 million. I'm not signing some shit before I read it. I'm not. Because I don't know what you, like, no. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not doing it because uh, you're not going to get me. And shit, that's, it looked like that's all Diddy was doing, shit. But you know, that's mm. my business. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I know she released some. Janae released a new album. Oh, uh-huh. You know, I had to talk about Janae Aiko's new project. I, no. I heard a couple songs from it. Yeah, that's, that's just the mood. I know you I were gotta saying stop this. listening to fuck that nigga music. <laughs> I do. I, I yeah. What Because you were talking about how like she's like not necessarily your vibe, right? Like the slower not, type. Yeah, of. that's that's yeah, that's a like yeah. I was because her voice is like a lullaby to me. <laughs> that is, it's like a like an ongoing lullaby, like, and I think in the best way possible. Okay. Yeah. I was listening to this girl like talk about like her unpopular opinions, and she was like. Janae Aiko's music, I can't fuck with it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I want to be with the black girlies and be fucking with it, but like, I just don't. I feel you. I, uh, feel I thought it was funny because I was like, ah, this is coming for me. That's how I feel but about so low funny. key her too. Really? Like, I like the mute. Like, I'm glad she good. For, 
you know, I don't know. That's yeah. too bad. I'd be too slow. Like I used to, and the funny thing is, I used to be way more into her before she like blew up as much as she just did. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's like always like when I'm when I when I'm really passionate about an artist before they kind of like hit mainstream and then they do. I'm always like. Ugh. She do got two songs I like. One called Slide with YG mm-hmm. and then Racks with YBN Corday. That's a good, I like mm-hmm. that song. Oh. I think it's, again, it's funny because now some of her more recent songs, I'm like, not even as tapped into. It's funny. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, Jeanette released some, who else? Lil Uzi. A lot of people like that album. Um, I know Bad Bunny released an album. Um and I believe oh Lil Baby released the album I gotta listen to Dead. Who else did release music this week or what else have I been listening to? That's really, that's really it. I think okay. And no, no, I ain't seen nothing either. Let me, let me browse through my notes real quick and make yeah, sure I, I ain't really ha- I really have nothing. Uh, I ain't really listening to. Nothing. I honestly been on sugar since it came out. So I'm trying to scroll through and make sure that. I'm not missing um, anything. And I believe that is all I have for like pop culture and shit. What about you? I'm like scrolling through now. Like, let me make sure. Oh, no, um, I think I think that's that's all I really had. I do have an interesting observation. Um, that I've seen. You remember that movie that um, came out, the photograph with Issa Rae, right? Yes, with Lakeith. Yeah, Lakeith. I don't know why I just love that name, Lakeith. It just sounds like, I don't know, Baby Bougie or something. I'm dead. Um, so, granted, I still haven't seen it, even though uh, I really wanted to um, catch all those in theaters. But um, a lot of people are saying, like, it's boring and, like, they didn't care for it and blah, blah, blah. And maybe I really can't speak to this until I see the movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering, like... I've heard some opinions of people saying it was just boring. They just weren't fulfilled by the acting. And I've heard other people saying like they feel like black people are going for it because they think it's boring because it's not a toxic. It's not showing necessarily a toxic relationship that's like thrilling in the kind of way that we're like used to seeing depicted. And I don't know. I was gonna wondering if you had any opinions on that. I d- but I do. But I, again, I guess it could be hard if you haven't seen yeah, the movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. But no, me and uh, Terrence was talking about that because he said, we was talking about the reviews about that. I do, I see both sides of that because, wait, what you said? You said. Because some people think it, it was just boring and they're saying it's because of the acting or because of the story. Now, they, I was going to say, okay, yes, I have heard. And that's what I was going to ask you. They said they don't think Issa was a strong enough actress for that role. That's what I've been hearing a lot of. Yeah. And that's why I was like, I need to see it. So, oh, no. OMG. Sorry. This conversation just reminded me of another act, other actresses from a comedy show for our top five that I didn't think about. Oh, okay. I didn't think about Insecure. Oh, right. right okay. Right. Sorry. No, totally. I was going to say, um, no, I just I, I just heard she wasn't the strongest actor. And it was like mm-hmm. they wanted to see someone who can actually. I ain't going to say Issa can't act. That's not what I'm saying. But like a true like because it's. I mean, granted, I believe comedians do make the best dramatic actors. Because, yeah, I've always seen her more as a writer, producer, yeah. than like an actress, But even though Insecure, she acting. Yeah, and I don't think it's bad either. No, it just I think, it's, I think she's funny. Yeah. So, like, yeah, but then I also, that's why I think, for the second thing, when you was like, 
because there's no toxic toxicity 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 yeah toxic bullshit going on in there that's why i think people gravitate toward tyler perry movies Mm -hmm. and that's what i was saying at the dinner table on my birthday remember i was saying like i think we are so used to the black experience being and, and granted the black experience is a struggle. It is like I think, especially like we we so used to like the black experience being like this hardship that like we can't see it without that. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like, and that's and we why should I get, start seeing it without that, yeah. so we can just reshape how we some of the behaviors we even dabble in because we think it's just the norm. You yeah, know? and I think that again, that's why I say I think a lot of people related to, uh, gravitate toward Tyler's movies because it's just turmoil around every corner and i hate that black people are like used to that and i get why you used to but it's just like i don't know i guess on screen like that's why like on screen i always tell people i want to see a different version of myself yes yes like like, don't get me wrong i want to see everyday me but i also want to see what it looked like if i like just had a regular job at office yeah and that's why i was so excited for this movie because like it is showing like a struggle to from the previews, a struggle to love or a struggle to have like a, a healthy, trusting relationship that you just dive all into. It's still showing that, but just not in as toxic. It's not of baby a boy way. too. And I think a lot of black women can, if not more. I mean, at least the women I know, I feel like they relate more so to that. Which one? Like more so to that the photograph of like having just internal wounds that they're trying to heal through and still at the same time, like love and yeah. not mess it up. And like, I feel like that's a story. I relate to that more than some of the more toxic, like more like other types Acromancy of storylines. Type yeah. yeah. So that's I, the funny part. Like I, I definitely, I definitely think that's an issue too, that we, we just so used to seeing struggle. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling somebody, you know, I would love to see a, a, a gay film that doesn't end in AIDS. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, or like mm-hmm. some kind of like, you know, just like, I would love, I personally would love to see a gay film that doesn't end in a terrible coming out experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would love to see a gay movie where like they just walking down the street holding hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh no, I, I, I. I guess also I'm getting older and I'm just getting more tired and I'm getting to a point where like, I kind of just want to like, see nice things you know what i'm saying like but i have heard about that um i think that i can't read that i can't read that what that say <laughs> james wrote a message for us on the whiteboard um james says he's seen a lot of those types of films that you're mentioning the gay ones see and I, they are they white gays yeah uh-huh exactly i, I forgot don't want you, that. you do do that podcast uh this this film is no what is it this even i love moonlight this movie's gay yeah, yes, even though podcast. i love moonlight i still hated seeing this struggle got like, you, you know what i'm saying because like, that was one where i was actually like it okay it did still have a struggle elements yeah, 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 yeah. but it also has something that was like fresh like i, I think also I it, what i liked now. about moonlight was like the 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 perfect awkwardness in the situations Mm -hmm. um because like one of my favorite scenes because you know what i'm learning especially in film like silence can mean a lot you just got to use it the right way yes like when they was just sitting at the beach and it was just like looking because like one of them wanted to do something because i'm like i know that feeling the first guy was when we just looked to stare at each other for 10 minutes and i just like kissed him and ran like literally Mm -hmm. so like i know that feeling so like that's why i appreciated that struggle i guess the 
I don't like the traditional struggle. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? With the like, drug again, abuse and drug the, abuse or like, the you poverty know, and the... Yeah, like, yeah. it's like, give me, give me some creative problems. I, I like that, creative problems. Yeah. Because there's a lot of creative problems we actually go through, but maybe we don't consider them creative or maybe we're just too focused on other ones. And Like, like Cardi was saying on Rhythm and Flow, like, this ain't no, everybody got to struggle. Mm-hmm. Remember she was telling that rapper like everybody got us. We all was poor at one point. We all was in the projects. Like we all was struggling. What else are you bringing? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you know, this is not American Idol where your sad story will just get you to the next round. Like you know, but um, that was all I had in my pop culture section. Yeah, same. Um, I had, well, I had a dream of and Lucky Day was in it last night, and oh, that's that boy you like. <sighs> it was great. Yeah. Uh, I saw this. Uh, I might be bisexual. I might be a trisexual for Lucky Day. A trisexual. Oh, that's what that. I means. might try it for Lucky. No, I'm kidding. I uh, maybe I'm not. I don't I'm know. like, oh, that's what that means. <laughs> um, any confessions? Um, I had a mini confession during one of these things we were talking about. I can't remember what it was. So you did say it. You know, know, as a more formal confession, let me just be. One of those black people that admits I do not go to certain like doctor's appointments as frequently as I should. I mean, that's everybody. Like, I don't know. It's kind of bad. I'm like, is this normal? Like, do it. Like, number one, like, ain't nobody trying to like be paying for visits all the time when you don't really feel like you need them. Another thing is going to the doctor is just I'm trying to figure out where did I develop this dislike for the doctor, right? Like where does it come from? Like where for does black the, folks you think? Yeah, I feel like you know me. I trace every, and I was talking with somebody about this. They was like, no, everything goes back to slavery, but but it does. Um. Oh, speaking of, okay, I got three more points, and then I'm moving to let me marinate. Um. I was going to say probably because, like, back in the day, A, we weren't given the option for care. That's why we have a lot of home remedies. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, we couldn't go to the doctor because there weren't too many doctors that would have us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you got a lot of home remedies and 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 stuff like that. And I think it's just, like... I feel like it's like this weird thing of just like, I don't like. Well, I'll say another thing. Uh, I feel like sometimes not going is about like what I can afford or what I could yeah. afford at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. So because sometimes you go and you might need like, like, for example, I, the most I go to the doctors to get like checks for like my sexual health. I That's like one thing I do very frequently. Same. Um, but like something I don't do as much as I should is like dentist or eye exams. Like it's like, I don't, I don't do those as frequently as I should. And I don't know. I'm just like, that's really, I really got to get on top of that. And I don't think my health is bad in either area, but it's still like, for that thing, what I feel like you should do is like me, like I don't get, I do get my sexual health checkup a lot, but like in terms of like overall checkup, no, but I do make sure I take my vitamins. I do mm-hmm. make sure I'm eating well and exercising. So that way it's not. You're limiting the chance. Yeah. Of like you know what issue. I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm not 
overtly just like killing myself. Yeah, no, yeah. So you know I what feel I'm that. Saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like in like with stuff like that, like make sure take some vitamins for the eyes. You know, make sure you brushing the te- teeth two times a day and flossing, like mm-hmm. you know, uh, stuff like that. But I was gonna say I watched this thing on Netflix. Chelsea Handler has this uh thing called White Privilege, where she's going around just like I get. So basically, the premise of it is like. I guess homegirl woke up and realized I have white privilege when she looked at her big white house in her big white secluded area. Um, And she was just like, I want to find out the root of the white privilege and if it's real. Ciao. Now look, I just got a couple things to say about this. Number one, it's interesting that she of all people was doing this. She's silly as shit. Look, 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 look. I just got a couple things. Right, 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 right. Look. A, at first I was like, Okay, Chelsea, do this. You know, hold white count white count people. White people accountable for this. But then I got mad in that same aspect, like 20 minutes in, because I'm like, I don't understand. Walk with me. Walk with me. <laughs> I don't understand why everything when it comes to us is like this, like, let me find a deeper meaning. Da-da-da. No, like. You have white privilege and you've benefited that from an adult, um, from a child to an adult. And a lot of y'all don't realize it because of, you know, slave mentality and things like that. And I know that didn't have nothing to do with you back then, but you are still benefiting from it. So you have to learn how to dismantle those systems in the future. Period. Why? Why? I guess I just hate like white people do the most. And it's like the answer right in front of you. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I, you going, we, but that's the thing. We see it that way because it's so obvious yeah. to us. And, and you know, I do wonder if sometimes if it really is just that that complex for them for their brains to really yeah. work through because it's just ideas they haven't really had to think about, or if it's just like denial. I think but a lot I of think it that's is denial. Bullshit because some of them do be how then how some white and totally aware of that. Yeah, and like have had that same experience. Because yeah. I, I can bring you two white people who probably had the same background, same incomes, you know, but one is probably just like, doesn't, I'm going to say doesn't care. That's a good point, too. And Some people does, just don't care. Because that's what it is to me. So they have to care. Then you they have care. to care. And then she went to like this student union. They had like, she went to like a BSU and a student union and like to ask them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she ultimately realized, like, oh, I don't need to be asking black people this. I need to be asking white people this because black people are clearly aware of it. Duh, bitch. Um, but, like, the, one of the students went off on her. Like, because, you know, she came into their thing. She was like, honestly, I'm kind of pissed that you're here because, again, this is our safe space. And then on top of that, like, we have to do the explaining again when it's like you guys all have all these resources and all this when you can do the research or resource uh, ah, research yourself. And it's like, why am I having to explain why I'm a human to you? Do you get that? That's what it be like sometimes. Like when it comes to the race conversation, it's like I have to explain like why I'm deserving of equal rights. Yeah, and that gets tiring because I'm not explaining to you why the fuck I deserve anything. I deserve whatever the fuck I get. Period. So there's like why am I explaining that to you? So that girl, like I felt her energy. So then she started asking white people. I remember she asked these white ladies, Chow Dana. Oh gosh! She asked one of the white ladies. She was like, "They talked about slavery." This white lady said, "This." She said, 
okay, look, we just really got to get over that. She was like, it happened so long ago. Like, it's not going on now. And first of all, you're wrong. It's still still long-lasting effects. B, it's going on. It's called prison. The prison system is modern-day slavery. C, sweetie, that wasn't long ago. I think... Why in our history, it wasn't that was like Jesus Christ times, yeah, like it wasn't AD that, or something. That, long ago. that was this. That was real. Like what? Like I'm sure there might there are probably some people still alive who really remember have memories of Jim like, Crow and shit. Yeah, like sweetie, that wasn't a and that and it's so crazy, Dana. That's what I realized because I was watching this with somebody. They that's where the root at. Until y'all fail to realize that. Until you fail to realize that. Your ancestors came to a different country, looked at these people, said, y'all ain't shit because of the way y'all look. Y'all going to come work for us and we're going to treat you like shit. I don't think people. Yeah, I don't think they get how deep it really is. It's, like, it's way and even deeper. though we didn't go through it personally, slavery, that shit still is like deep because we're still like you like we're always saying like we're still facing like the the after effects of all of that like and it's like until like until that is realized the race issue is never going to be solved because that's i don't understand how you don't think that's the issue i don't understand how you don't think that's the issue like how would you like how would you like it i always say some it was this quote i saw and it was like this dude said, this white man was like, the day black people realize like their full potential and power, the world is going to crumble. And what he meant by that is once we all finally get together and realize, hey, y'all know we built this country, right? Literally on our, literally on our backs, literally on our backs. You know this is ours, right? Because he was like, because if this was the role, if this was reverse and black people enslaved white people, white people would have been, he was like, they would have been banded together and, and got all the deservings they deserve. You know but what I'm I, saying? I don't even know if I fully believe that. I I do. Because I think if it was reversed, I the psychology it, would be reversed and they would probably be as fucked up mentally as us too, if that makes sense. See, that's the thing. Oof. I, it's getting a little tricky here, but like, but I also kind of get what you mean because yeah. in certain ways you do see white people like show more solidarity in various like ways. And that's what I was about to say. And not to say that black people don't. Yeah. But again, black people not all together because I still got to explain to black men why, why I need gay rights. And you know, we not, we not all together yet either. Cause mm -hmm. Black men don't realize that black gay men are a thing. Black women don't realize black gay women are a thing. Then certain black gay men don't realize black gay trans men. Are, like, it's just the, we not together. We not together. And and I'm pretty sure all of them aren't either, but like... Even on shit as basic as black men defending black women and things like that. And like, even like, even when you look at it, because I think w with certain like... um things that aren't normal they they're still dealing with banding together on certain things too probably like the gay issues and stuff but yeah there are definitely even other fundamental black and white circumstances where black people aren't together and we should be like i always tell you like when when it's a black march i see black men black women black gay men and gay men of color when it's a gay rights march white women few black women gay men of color no straight black men at all 
at all. At all. And I'm just like, yeah, we not one. Because I'm willing to bet, like, I'll, I'll fight for a whole nigga I don't know, but they not going to do the same for me. Mm-hmm. You know, in that same regard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that watch that documentary when you get the chance. Cause then the answer, then the end, and I was like, "So, bitch, did you find your answer? <laughs> so, like, what was the point of this? Oh, dang! It was just like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's all. So now we can get us to this little marinade section, and we decided today that what happened? James got a little announcement for us. So I went through all the movies that we've done on this movie's gay. And one, it is extremely hard to find gay movies that have representation, especially when Corwin and I, we can't like pump a lot of money into the podcast to like pay for things. So on all streaming services, it's very hard to find free movies with representation. But here are some signature move. Eat with me. Uh, this one has representation, but it's not specifically written by people of non-white cultures. Assassination Nation, which I think, PJ, you would really like if you haven't seen it. I want to see that, Assassination Nation. Appropriate Behavior, The Perfection, which in the beginning you'll be like, uh, James, why did you tell us to watch this? Watch until the end. It's great. And Lilting. You have to get that uh, get that little list written down. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, so I'm that was so that was just James them. coming back on our conversation about you know how um like how um relationship dynamics are represented in like films for um black queer men or yeah LGBTQ plus men. I'll watch those because then I feel like a lot of those movies is it is it uh, a gay black stereotype in there of some sort. These aren't just, I was just doing like of any non-white. Those are the movies, but it's the movies that have black men that we have seen. Usually there aren't stereotypes unless it is, you know, like uh, another gay movie. Mm -hmm. Like the ones that are parodies of parodies that are just bombastic. Uh, But it's, it's. Corwin and I will be watching a movie and we'll be like, whoa, there, there's a black person in this. That's congrats to them on getting it in there. It's kind of like watching Buffy. If you watch Buffy, no black people in that show. Except uh, for that one Slayer. Yeah. And then she dies, of course. Uh, or in the background, you'll be like, whoa, there's a black extra. Mm. I can't believe that he allowed that to be there uh, uh, because they don't like black people in that show, it seems like. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, those are the ones that are written and directed that I listed off by non-white people and have the representation of non-white people. Oh, so are these like also those international films as well? Uh, like co- subtitles? Uh, I think only t- Lil Because I would say those are good. I honestly just don't like a lot of gay movies because they have a lot of like white gay culture in it yeah and that's i hate white gay culture i really do like i don't like drag race fuck madonna uh fuck share uh fuck, oh, fuck we watched one recently that was about a shared drag queen and it was it, it was 
there are only two movies that we've done for like the 60 some episodes that I've just like, I don't like this. One was Make a Wish. Just you can't watch it unless you own it on DVD. And Thirsty. Oh, it's so. Yeah. Right. That sound bad. It's so not good. It's just like vignettes of a drag queen's life. And yeah. they're not strung together by a central story. It's just, uh, it was shot well. Right. And and see, that's the thing. No shade, no shade, no shade. I'm just not into drag queens. I appreciate the art form and everything they do and everything like, you know, all that. But I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not into it. Uh, we did the two Hurricane Bianca movies and those mm. are they're super offensive because, mm-hmm. like, that's the humor of uh, Bianca Del Rio. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I think that's why I'm going to be liking drag sometimes because, like, oh, no. I feel like sometimes I'll be like, all right, I, I get it. You poking fun yeah. at the woman or whatever. But then I'm just like, all right, now you just being messy. Well, you there, know what I'm saying? There was one. It was like... uh I'm the one who fucks the cat here. It's like lines like that. And it's like, why did you need to say like, it's just abrasive offensiveness in that movie, but it's funny. Mm, I'm giving it a try. That's why I'm just waiting on Issa. Cause I'm waiting on her bisexual black series to come out. And I'm like, I feel like Issa, cause Lee, I done, I, I done gave him away. He not giving us no good black gay content. Lena's trying. Have you seen a preview for her new show? With 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 a stud being like the main character. Yes, don't tell me that. Yeah. Yes, what, was she a stud? What yes, you call daddies. her? Yes, Honestly, I'm not gonna say stud. I think she might be more like androgynous or like or like a soft. St- no stem. No, she won. I'm gonna show you the preview. But she okay. She looked like Lena. Honestly, okay. Lena so Waithe is kind of bay basically. Is she is she studly? Kind of, yeah. She's yeah. like studly, but like, like, like I want to say pretty, because like studs can be pretty, but you know what I mean? Like more yeah. like clean cut, like yeah. we'll throw on a little bit of makeup, a little gloss probably. Does she wear gloss? I don't know. I don't think so. She fine though. She, but no, she yeah, got even style. she got one, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. Um, But no, that's interesting. Another gay movie I will say has good representation is uh, Noah's Ark. I do like that one. Mm, Jump in the Broom. I've definitely heard of that one. Yeah, Noah's Ark is great. Um, so we gonna marinate and it's gonna be quick and cute and we just wanted to have a little discussion. Um, it's mm-hmm. definitely gonna be a part two to this because I feel like it's so many ways to go. Um, so we just wanted to talk about black hair for a second. You know, men and women's, you know. Um, so I guess let's just start it off like, bitch, talk about your hair. <laughs> bitch, My talk hair. about it. <laughs> well, First I- of all, question for you. I learned that there's types of hair. Yeah. I looked up the types. I'm still confused. <laughs> what, I guess, can, do you, can, are you good at explaining? A little it? bit. Because I was trying, I don't get it. A little bit. So uh, there's kind of a lot that goes into like your hair type. I feel like the most common one that's talked about is like hair type in terms of like curl pattern. And the ones I'm yeah. more familiar with is type three and type C or sorry, type three and type four. And with that, there's like type 3A, 3B, 3C. Then there's 4A, oh, 4B, yes. 4C. And basically 
the more you progress in number and in letters, the more, the tighter your curl pattern is. Because it's like, so I see type two, wavy hair. Then they got two A, two B, two C. Then you got type three, curly hair. You got three A, three B, and three C. And like four is like coily or like So coarser. where do most, african-americans fall probably in four definitely through, type four type four co- um yeah. yeah and i've yeah and and that's the, oh yeah the, yeah so oh i'm so like my words are so trippy right now um so i'm um i would say type four a um yeah you definitely are four a and but with that there's also like your hair porosity and density which i don't think they talk about as much when it comes to like that whole what is porosity porosity and density well porosity is child i don't even remember i'm i'm, I'm using I, i'm googling it i'm googling i was it. gonna say there was one point where i definitely did a good looking a good like i looked these different things up just to like learn more about it but i kind of lost uh some of it porosity did i spell it wrong you know what <laughs> what you know what uh-uh let me see him um but um yeah so i have type 4a um just to go through my history with hair when i was younger it wasn't um something at the forefront of my mind i just wanted my hair to look pretty but i didn't really think about my hair type and like texture because everybody had the same texture i grew up in a predominantly black um grade school so you know and what products did you use growing up because i'm pretty sure we all knew probably like shea not i was gonna say shea moisture the blue gel (laughs) you used to use is that no now we used to use that black gel the brown black yeah Yeah, the black the pro what is it called pro no i used to use a little jam too yeah but it was that black one that that flaky black shit oh i used to hate seeing one oh yeah but um yeah so and of course like when you're younger you would kind of notice like people with longer hair versus shorter hair and people who have really cute hairstyles and hairstyles you didn't think were as cute for whatever reason but overall when i was younger i didn't really care too much about hair shit beyond like i just knew i wanted like long hair because in my mind long hair meant healthy it didn't necessarily Mm. mean if it was like it didn't necessarily matter if it was like straight or curly or what it really looked like at the time because mostly we had our hair and updos anyway or braids but i don't feel like is that the case though long hair equals healthy no not always um i mean having long hair is a sign of healthy hair but there's other things that go into that right um so yeah so growing up i would say i was a person that people would say had quote unquote good hair Mm. um you know i used to get perms when i was younger up until i was maybe like 15 16 because i had a friend in high school who didn't get perms but i noticed like her hair was still seem manageable she still was able to straighten her hair and it have a really like sleek look and when I was in high school, I just liked to wear my hair straight. So I was like, oh, if I don't need to get a perm to still like rock like really nice straight hair, then why do I need perms? Like, so I stopped getting that. It was more for that reason. Like, eh, what's the point? Like, do I actually need to do this? Nah. Um, so yeah, growing up, I was definitely like a person seen to have like nice hair. Um, even after getting perms, you know, when I straightened it, it pretty much did what I wanted. Um, when I kept up with it, um, I I do have like coarse hair like most black women but I guess my texture is perceived to be nicer 
which I'm still trying to figure out why. Maybe it's because I'm the person who can get the who can do the baby hairs rather easily, or I'm the woman who just uses some gel and slicks it back, and I, you can see the wavy texture. It's like little things I notice, like women or or people in general see that they associate with having good hair. Mm. And before saying that I had good hair was a compliment, but now when people say it, I kind of don't know how to take it mm. because I know they're basing it off of like. Like, like weird you got standards. good hair for a black girl. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like, and I like when somebody say all people have good hair or have the potential to have great hair, no matter what the type is. It's just about they how you're treating such it. Such a black girl has such luscious thick hair. That's yeah. what it be because they'd be like, "Oh, you got some good." Like you know, like it's because they ain't never seen. Yeah, or a, still having edges, or like yeah. having a little length. Like you know, I don't. I wouldn't say my hair is like gets super long, but when it's like healthy. It, it does get a pretty good length like um so yeah i mean for the most part i've always enjoyed my hair i've always liked my hair there are times where it's very frustrating still um because black hair is just not as easy it, it it's thick it's curly you got to keep it moisturized like it, it takes a lot to maintain healthy hair in my opinion as a black woman so i mean it it isn't always easy i've definitely cried <laughs> out of frustration trying to like do my hair sometimes because it's just like damn like i'm i i have to go somewhere really quickly and like it's taking me forever today to put my hair in a ponytail for some reason like so there are moments where it's a little frustrating because you just want to shake and go or you just want to you know what i mean but um overall like i i love my hair and um and i can say like other black women have probably had it harder a harder time with hair acceptance than me again because of just i've been perceived to have like nicer hair um for whatever reason so okay yeah that's well, okay, been my hair so, journey kind of no no you good boo so i was gonna say now let's make this a little general because now i'm just curious because i i mean i got questions i'm pretty sure everybody else wants to know so for 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 black hair right when now I'm 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 using these terms that I hear all the women say. When do you start putting heat on it? Does, am I am I saying that right? No, yeah. Yeah. Um well And is that a bad thing? Because I know my cousin one time they said, like my one of my cousins, she had long, 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 long hair. And her mama put a high comb to it. Girl, fell all out. All her hair fell out. And Damn. I'm wondering like was that too much heat on her hair? Like, and my cousin had some good hair. Like all, like a, a good chunk of her hair came out because of that hop comb. And I was like, damn. So when do you start? When when do you start doing that? I guess honestly, and, yeah. of course it does vary. But I would say in general, at least when or should I, you even do that? When I was growing up, I don't know how it is now. But when because I know now there's more awareness on like. Like, there's been a major boom in, like, talking about black hair and, like, yeah. being natural and shit like that. So it's different now. Right. But back then, um, we were, our hair was getting straightened as early as, like, first grade, if I can remember Damn, properly. I, ooh, like, for, like, graduate. Because I remember, like, like yeah, we would get that hot comb. I remember, like, graduation. That shit was hot, wasn't or, it? Yeah, graduations or special occasions occasions and stuff um you know black girls would get their hair straight or get like the curled yeah um you know like those little cute like little Susie q curls or whatever um and um perms were happening pretty young like that's my neck i was that's what i was gonna ask like how do you 
feel about those perms, perms I, and heat? Like it's it's hard because I get it again. You're a black mother. You already got a full time job. Girl, come perm this hell. Yeah, you're trying to take care of your kid. You're trying to put food on the table. You're still trying to maintain your own life. Dealing with hair, black women with hair for black women, it can be very when you time about like consuming. when you have a black child. Yeah, yeah. E- even in general as an as adults, which is why most women wear wigs and protective styles. It's very time consuming. So on one end, I don't blame like the parents for you know starting perms and straightening hair early on because it's just easier to manage when it's in that state. Mm-hmm. But will when I have a black child, if I have a black child, will I be perming her hair? No. I was gonna say if I have a child, I'm not because per- well, I've heard her horror hair? stories about perms. No, maybe on special occasions, maybe like once a year, I would like straighten her hair, but it's not gonna be a normal thing. I would rather my child like be raised with like very healthy black, I mean, very healthy hair in like an afro type of style or like other natural hairstyles that don't involve much heat. And- Do people still get perms? I'd be wondering that to myself. I'm like, because I me, don't know too many people that do. So outdated to me. That feel like a no. I feel like if somebody getting a the perm, they got to be at least fifty or sixty. Yeah, or maybe they have. Because I know honestly, if I had, no, I don't know. I just can't imagine. What, I don't know. That's a good question. Like I don't think yeah, I know like, anyone. Who get perms nowadays. I don't think I know any women who gets them, but I'm sure there are some. And honestly, I'm sure there's some who probably don't even admit it. Because of like where we are now with like now I do have a question for you. Is there such a thing as cause perm ain't nothing but chemicals? Is there such a thing as a natural perm? I don't know. I have no idea. Now you, of course, both of us can only speak from our experiences, so we're not hair experts. So you know, I'm just going based off experience. But I don't know. I'm sure these days, I wouldn't be surprised if someone's invented it, like a healthier, right? Because that's what takes the hair out, chemicals, right? Yeah. And then like so. And yes, to your other point, straining hair, straining your hair too frequently or using too much heat can like break your hair off. Because they broke my cousins off. Yeah, absolutely. But this was like only one, maybe twice. Yeah, because even if it's just too hot, if the temperature is just oh, too hot on the iron. Oh, shit. It's, it'll still it's like your you're hair, burning your hair. Yeah, it won't be able to handle it. That's another thing. You can't trust everybody because people need to know like what's the hottest temperature your hair can take and things like that. And then now I got another question too. Um, and then I'm gonna start talking about. I mean, my the men's. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I got a, a regular type of. Hit. We'll get to it. Um, when, um, okay, two quote. Mm, when, okay, the boar rats. You know, <laughs> the little the little boar rats. Yeah, are those good or bad for your hair? Do those take your your edges uh- out and stuff? As Bo- a baby? No, not the borats itself. Like borats that you put at the end of your hair on braids. Or like, you know the little beads. You know, oh, the beads. Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. No, oh, I good. used to love those. So cute. Girl, them um, much. Uh, right? It's so noisy. Your parents like knew. like a fucking maraca. Your parents knew when you was coming uh, in the Bring room. Bring your little ass in here and I hear you in there running too because the motherfucking beads shaking. Nope. I don't think the beads or most accessories are what takes... Um, the hair out or damages the hair. I think it's having hairstyles that are too tight 
without mm. like being like, for example, you get tight braids and they're gripping your edges really tight and you don't have moisture oh. on it to relieve that tension. Gosh. It's really just tension, tension and heat. It's what causes like Tension breakage. Tension and heat is what causes breakage. Again, just I ain't an expert, but just speaking from my awareness, right. like having really tight hairstyles that are tugging at you yeah. know, or um, and not keeping it moisturized to like help soothe that. And then heat, yeah, because it's just it's just natural chemistry. Like something's too hot, it's gonna burn it. And so I think that's what really causes it. Not really the beads, because they're not like that heavy. So I don't think it will be like those. Okay. And now when do you think? Cause people be in their feelings about this, but I just don't see the big deal about like uh on I keep saying kids because you know I always talk to, like to talk about the hair journey from growing up to like now. Um when do you think is an appropriate age to wear hair slash weave? Hmm. Is 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 it a such thing as an appropriate age? Well, it depends because like if you're doing braids, uh-huh. a lot of kids get like braid extensions for like like let's say you get a up like a child gets an updo into a ponytail. Uh-huh. Sometimes they might want like their ponytail braids longer, so you'll add like weave to that to like extend it. So, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's really cute. Right. Sometimes my hair was like that, and I think it gives it a fuller, cooler look. Um, and it is for aesthetic with protection and to save time. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, I think if you're talking about like weave and stuff in terms of like um, tracks mm. and gluings and things like no, that. No, you're not gluing none of that baby's hair. Oh, you'd be surprised. Um, People give their kids tracks. I I don't know, but I wouldn't be. I'm honestly wouldn't be surprised. That's why I say that. Oh my um, God. I will hope not, though. But I'm thinking, like, if you're a child, unless you're getting extensions and actual braids, I would think a good age would be maybe, like, middle, maybe, like, middle school, like, 13. Okay. I think that's a safe age because you are coming a little bit more into that, like, you are coming into your adulthood a little bit more, your adolescent, or, I don't know, adolescent stage or teenage stage. And I think there are a lot of, like, age appropriate in my and what i view as age appropriate hairstyles that and i guess what's, what's age what's age appropriate and what's not because like i guess because i saw a comment one time about somebody some daughter's hair and like the girl clearly has some more hair added and it was like oh she too young for that i'm like it's it's fake hair like what i guess it's I, just adding length like i guess i really didn't see it as a bad thing i'm just like it's hair well, i'm it's thinking removable. i'm thinking of it more so as like like some I think I think just having children with certain hairstyles is just like they're too young in terms of like they're they're still developing like they're you know what I mean like you don't want to oh. be putting tension and you don't want to be doing like too much well, when guess, they're like so young what's doing too much like for example a glue-in or a sew-in on a that's on a, a bit, little yeah, kid's hair so I that. think that's a lot I think that's a lot. Especially when her hair is still... Devi- okay, yeah. I see what you're saying And then now. also you got to think about kids don't know how to take care of their hair. So then you're going to pay Baby. money. Or, you know what I mean? Or people also don't realize certain like weaves could like irritate the skin, the scalp. Which There's actually like layers. You know what I mean? There's yeah. little the small layers to this. And I feel like that's just a lot mm. for a child who's going to fuck their hair up in like two seconds probably. Mm. Um, okay. So I right. think about it that way. And I do also think about like... Yeah, I guess I'm more so think about it that way. And so when I say like 12, 13-ish, I'm thinking like, okay, they'll actually be able to kind of upkeep it themselves. They'll actually be able to choose what like they think looks like good on them. Like, um, I don't know. I guess I just more so think about it that way. Okay. 
Okay. Or maybe, and I also, and I, I'll, I'll be biased and say like, I think you should, children should just be as natural as possible in I, my mind. I mean, I, so that's I agree. a lot of it too. I agree. Just let that baby just, just, yeah, just, just baby. Just be happy in their natural features yeah. as for as long as possible. So they feel like it's good. They mm-hmm. love it. They understand it while they're growing up with it. Right. Yeah. Well, I was just going to I'm just rambling, baby. No, you, no, no, no. I was just going to explain the men, my... I yeah, fucking got no fucking hair journey because I, I probably could ask a lot of questions about this. Um, well, no, I mean I'm bald here now. It was inevitable because my dad he bald. Um, <laughs> funny. I mean, I I was just like the every you know your average nigga had an afro coming out the womb. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. hair braids had because you know um, I hate to I hate using this because it's so generic. Uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> You're funny as hell. What you have to say? I do have Native American in my family. <laughs> no, like I do. <laughs> no, dead ass. Like my uh, Shall my great grandma. Oh, long hair. Like if you look at it, if I show you a picture, you'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. I get it. So that's like we've all we all had good hair. Like we all did. Like mm-hmm. you know. So it was it was good. Um, you know, then grew up getting. The ball fades. I hated that hairstyle. I did. Then, you know, once I got in high school, I was like, no, 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 no. Just letting that when shit You got to man. choose. Oh, my God. That was the best when you got to choose. That really was choose. the best when you find. Oh, and I don't know how it feels as a woman, but as men, when you finally get to go in that shop, be like, nah. Fuck what she talking about. Yeah. This is what I'm wanting. She gave me the like, lame ass hair. Right. Don't, I used to say, hey, when mom used to give me a ball fade. I'm like, what the fuck? And ball fade is when it's like basically your hair is really cut really, really low, and but it's still got like a line in Yeah, but like just super low. Like, and that was just, again, one of those phases was, look, I got a child. I just need him to cut the shit off and, until next time. Because it probably take, if it's a ball fade, you have even longer before you get it, have to get it cut, right? Boom. That's all it was. Okay. Like you were saying earlier, like you understand Damn. the perm. I'm like, I get it. But so happy about that. Oh, I remember one time, um, one time for Easter, my barber, he ghetto. Um, I remember I wore this Fat Farm outfit and he was like, hey, you want me to cut the, uh, the pee into your head? And I said, no, thank you. That's too ghetto for me. (laughs) That's funny as hell. My ass would have been like, "Mm, okay. I'm like, "Mm, that's a little too What happens when I'm not wearing Fat Farm? I remember at one point. At one point, I tried to get twists. Like, this was when I was in, like... What do you mean, twists? Like, male like twists. Oh, I like, know what you mean. You know what I'm talking about? I, I like tried those. to get those in, like... I can't see you wearing it, though. That's the funny part. I can't see you wearing braids. I can't see you wearing Oh, and nothing, I stayed with braids. I can't imagine you. I had, like... I had a lot... My mama actually still has my braids to this day. <laughs> Like yeah, she like legit still has them. Adorable. Um, you ever had? You ever wore a rat tail? Uh no. Okay. I thought I think that's so disgusting. <laughs> I think that's so. Why are you just cut it off? <laughs> what what the fuck is that? Um, and now I try. I remember I tried to get twists, but then what happened was I ended up falling asleep with some gum and it got in my hair, so I had to cut my hair off. No. And it was like, oh, you got to start over now. And I'm like, fuck it, I don't even want it no more. Dang. Um. I did go through a wave phase. I feel like every black man went through a wave oh, phase. Oh, of course. Oh, baby, it was one, like I'm talking about brushing, brushing with my little do rag and my little Maury's. Oh, I definitely went through a wave phase. When I found out how to do that shit, I said, "Oh, oh shit!" Um, went through a wave phase. Then 
starting in high school, I fucked myself up. Again, it was going to come, but I, I induced it. So, mm-hmm. like, if for a play, I had to shave my head. And, like, I shaved my center a little more than my back, if that makes sense. So, like, when it was growing back, it wasn't, it was growing, but not fully. And then as the years got old and stress and everything, it just started to go away. Mm. So now, like, my next step, like, I'm now uh, in the process of going bald right now. Mm-hmm. Like, so um, I'm trying to, I'm get, I want to give me one, of, I'm trying to buy a bevel razor. Mm. I really like them to, like, shave my head and stuff. But, yeah, um... And, you know, yeah, so, like, yeah, I'm bald now. I love it, you know. Honestly, I think it's a very attractive look on you. Yeah, you know. I think, honestly, most men look better bald. Especially I mean, yeah. with, like, a um, like a beard. That combo is so, like, it's, it's, it's fire. Now, I was going to say, in addition, um, I think a lot of my hair journey has been through my beard. Mm-hmm. Because I've just been learning, like, I think a lot of us, especially men, we be forgetting, like, this is hair. You have to wash, condition, <laughs> deep, deep condition, point. like put oil in it, moisturize, like comb it out, get the dead ends out. Like, damn, this is like hair. Like I have to wash, like I always wash my beard every day because like I eat and food gets that's stuck so, in there. I, that's something I never really like, like think about. I hate to be vulgar, but like if I'm doing something nasty, the residue and all that stuff gets stuck in my beard. <laughs> I got to wash that out. Yeah. So if I'm, you know, eating something, you know, I got to make sure I clean that off because literally that's bacteria. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but one thing I will say, I have been having fun playing with my beard because I remember like I could shave. I love like one thing I'm trying to uh, see how I look without it. Because um, like one time I just had my mustache and I like that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my... I don't know, hair journey or whatever. Hair, the basic, you know, black man hair. Oh, I was also gr- born with gray hair. What? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and, um, it's supposed to mean wisdom. That's what they say. Like, and, um. Nice. Yeah. So I was born with gray hair. I uh, got some in my beard now. I got some questions. Um, and that's about it, really, honestly. My, I don't know. I guess different. I ain't never tried to do nothing drastic like dreads and nothing like that. I told you my biggest hair journey was waves and that's about it. So I never really, I don't know, paid too much attention to my hair up until recently when I learned you have to use things like tea tree oil and like vitamin E oil and like all this other stuff. Like, cause like at first I used to be that, I used to be that dude. Like I'm pretty sure most guys do like when they use those three in one like shampoo conditioner <laughs> body wash how the fuck all three of that how, how's all three of that in one yeah that shit not good <laughs> for you that shit not good like when i learned that like no you need shampoo you need conditioner you need a moisturizer for after you condition you need oil so you can like make sure the scalp is like nice and moisturized like especially for my beard like i got to do like a lot of maintenance on it like honestly mm-hmm. so yeah Okay, nice. I love that, hearing some of that. So, growing up, what do you think people's perspective of you, even if it was like your peers or your dating experience, do you think anything changed with the what based on how you wore your hair? 
Like, do you think you got more attention when your hair was this way? Do you, oh, did yeah, you ever get I, picked on for a certain hairstyle? Did you ever feel like less attractive with a certain hairstyle? Like just growing up or even like in recent times? Like how how was your self-esteem or your idea of how, your aesthetic? Like how did all of that play into how your hair was? Because I know for no. women, like, again, uh-huh. the longer your hair is, like, the more... Well, I mean, I think my biggest thing was when I was like coming to terms with like my hair loss. Cause don't no nigga want to lose his hairline? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like for real, a nigga's line in his, is his prized possession. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're talking about clowning it, if your line, you could have a fat haircut. If your line is fucked up, oh, the whole it's haircut over. fucked up. Like, even if it's like just a little uneven, it's just like, damn. So, like, yeah, when I started losing, I was like, man. And I remember at first, like, my goal was to always just keep it low so that way you can know. But my thing was just, like, I can't afford to cut this shit every two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then also, too, like, I just feel like male haircuts be a little too expensive sometimes. I feel like if I'm paying over $40, this is too much. Yeah, what? That's like, ridiculous. once it hit, like, my barber now, he he charged me, like, how much my barber charged me now? That's how long I ain't been. That's Unless how you get any specialty shit, I feel like you should be paying more than like twenty twenty five dollars. Oh, some and even still, that could be a lot. I, don't I know. pay thirty because I oh I tip too. Which another thing, I know you're supposed to tip your barber and hairstylist, but apparently you're supposed to. So I've been start doing that. Mm-hmm. No, um, I'm like shit. I gave you money. Um, right. But um, no, yeah. Um, that was my biggest thing. Like I'm like man, because I don't want to be bald. Because my thing with being bald was specifically in acting i don't want to be 27 playing 40 year olds like that's not that's not what i want to do and i don't want to have to wait until i'm 40 for that to start you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like that's my biggest thing so like i was just hesitant to like really go bald because of that but i guess like now i'm just like i don't care no more it's like I'm not about to be going to this haircut every two weeks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I tried to do things to like grow it back. Like I took pills. I use, um, like, you know, like those follicle growth drops, nothing works. So I was just like, fuck it. Just like, let it, let the natural process just happen. And And I'm like, just let it happen. And I'm like, at least I got a full beard. And at least you look fucking fine. Is it? I mean, I granted Either way, I feel like, you know, sometimes it's still not the best experience. But when you still look good, when you still look fire either way. Right. Like, it's like fuck it. Shit. No, yeah. But I would definitely say um, when I started getting waves, too, that's like, mm-hmm. I know, like, certain hairstyles like that for me. And that's like the a puberty changer right mm-hmm. there. Um, no, it wasn't too many styles. Like. All I did was the ball fade. Then I got the tape once I got older. And that's about it. I ain't really do too much experiment with parts and linings and yeah. all that shit. <laughs> you kept uh, it simple. Kept it simple. Because I know my ass definitely did some experimenting with like little hairstyles and dyeing. Well, I was just and... going to say, what was your favorite hairstyle back in the day? You know, man, I used to love to see bitches with micro braids. But them used to take out y'all hair. Yeah, you used to see micro braids on the street corner. Ooh, and I used to feel bad when somebody got into a fight with micro braids. Because I'm like, sweetie, you might as well say goodbye to the hair. Honestly, I was very simple, like. My favorite hairstyle was just having it like straightened and like a little side part with a little bang or something like a little side bang. Mm. Like I was I was pretty simple. It was just it was just easy, convenient. So that was like you know my what favorite. Style I used to I, I'm not gonna say used to, I like. Is it still a style kinky twist? 
You don't know what kinky, kinky twist? I know kinky twist, but it's so funny. It's like when you haven't seen something seen in, in so long. long. I, know I don't know exactly. how to describe kinky I'm about twist to, either. Nah, I'm about to Google it real quick. I don't want to. Not crochet. Not, uh, yeah, not crochet, but like, and they not dread. I feel like they like baby dread. I don't know what kinky twists are. Yep. Yep. Okay. I used to love that. Those to were cute too. I never had them, but I thought, dang, PJ, you just brought me back. Yeah, I used to see a lot of. Okay, the styles I used to see a lot you of women with was kinky back. twists, twenty-seven pieces. You remember them? Yeah, them little short Fantasia. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just brought me back with the kinky twist. Though. Yeah, that was. A and throwback. a lot of us are getting similar styles to this, but we call it's a different name. What's now. the name of it now? Um, they call it. Gr- there's so many different names, like passion twist and like, or maybe that's different. Um, Let me see. You know, another style, another style I uh, used to like the Gosh, the braids that like come right here. The Jada Pinkett set it oh, on braids. Yeah. yeah. So passion twists are like very simple. Mm. Nah, never mind. They're kind of different than kinky twists. But yeah. That's what I meant to ask you is, so in terms of heat for hair, um, are you okay to use flat irons? Yeah. So what's the difference between a flat iron and a hot comb on your hair? Um, I think a hot comb. Because can't you burn it with the flat iron too? I feel yeah, like you can, I think right? a hot yeah. comb, um, I think the hot comb is made with a different material. I think oh. it's, I think a lot of it, granted again, not a hairstylist. And honestly, my parents didn't really use hot combs on me much at all. We just used hair straighteners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... I'm pretty sure the hot comb, because of the iron, it transfers the heat differently and better than a hot comb, I think. <clears throat> and it heats up hotter. So I think for women with like maybe more coarser hair that are, is a little bit more difficult to straighten with a, a flat iron, it straightens better with a hot comb because, again, the heat the heat conductor like like how they say like oh um, i get it because like it's made the metal is yeah is, like okay, the metal okay, okay, like okay. the the the, the kind of metal transfers the heat differently and i think certain metals will like help it to shine stay better and like i don't know it's like a lot it's, it's some different things like that that kind of go into it so i think again the hot comb just works um it might work better for most people to straighten the hair because of the kind of mm. metal used and that you can make it hotter which is also dangerous because... Mm. Okay, and then what about... Did you dye your hair as a kid? Not as a kid, but I think I, I the first time I was able to dye my hair was... I was maybe like 14, 15, and I did like a rinse. Remember what... A, <laughs> a rinse is like a, a temporary dye. I don't know if that's the name of the brand. I don't know why we called it a rinse. I don't know if that was the product name. I do have one question in terms purple of rinse. Mm-hmm. Is there... Do... Do you need specific dye for black hair? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. Okay, but I know I we never used a, a dye unless it was a black woman on the box. Like we just like oh naturally, like I'm naturally, dead. I just wouldn't think to get a hair dye that didn't have. I a mean, black you're not woman wrong because I'd be like, um, if Isha not on the box, I don't want it. Yeah, so mm. I I don't know. That's a good question. I would assume like. I don't know. That's a good question. I, I just, because like I used to hear about people dying in the hair. Well, I know my one friend, she did it with Kool-Aid one time. I know some people oh, used to yeah, die. I've that heard shit's that. so trifling. Mm-hmm. Then walk around smelling like a whole just like sugar factory for the rest of the Literally. day. Uh, okay. Because I, I just never knew about the whole uh, dying thing. Um, now, 
Go ahead. I was going to say, now, did you ever find, and maybe it's different for you because you never had like braids or locks. And I feel like this usually gets associated with those hairstyles. But did you ever feel held back or like negativity toward you or your character because of your hairstyle? Again, just like, because we know sometimes like locks can right. be considered, or braids oh, no. are, are considered more uh, quote unquote urban and threatening to some people or something. So. No, I mean, I used to get those micro, the same like hair microaggressions because I'm, I used to remember every time I used to get a haircut because, you know, it's, it's shaved low. And so like it's all low and everybody, when I used to go to school and I remember white people, I used to be like, your hair is so, it's so, you know, that, you know, this was before I knew what the fuck was going on, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so prickly and stuff like that. They just used to say like the little ignorant shit like they said whenever they saw me come back with a hair. Where'd it go? Bitch, the same where your mama's went. So, <laughs> you know, just shit like that. But no, because I've never had like such a hairstyle that is traditionally seen on uh, black hair. No, never okay. go through that. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'll have to say the same like... <clears throat> I know, like, at least for women, I, a lot of the, some of the negative stereotypes or whatever get attributed when you wear, like, certain hairstyles with weaves or wearing wigs or if you just, like, don't have, like, again, some women do suffer from hair loss from certain hairstyles that they had where, like, they don't have, like, the side edges of their hair or things like that where their hair is just very, very short and broken and damaged. And I would say for the most part, thankfully, like, my parents, like, helped me maintain, like, healthy hair. So I didn't really get, like some of those stereotypes on me either. Well, look, let's close it out. We'll talk a little bit about your hair journey now. And just like, I guess like how it's been different as an adult, you know, especially learning about new products and especially now like that. Cause like you said earlier, you know, hair care, that's the, that's a booming ass industry, Mm -hmm. right? Especially specifically black hair care because we ain't got a lot. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I be seeing more black businesses talking about hair care, but, like, I never be knowing which one to use because you don't know nothing about hair. But I, I guess, yeah, just give us, talk about your hair care. Well, right now, I'm, I've been keeping it very simple. I've been wearing, like, low, sleek buns for, like, six months. I dyed my hair, like, a year or two ago. Probably, like, damn near two years at this point. Yeah, I want to say two. <clears throat> um, It was just, like, I, I bleached it, and then put this uh purple hair color on top well i got it done professionally it was so beautiful y'all i was obsessed and then when it faded it went from like a darker deeper purple and it faded into like this like bright pinkish purplish color y'all obsessed like i want to dye my hair again but bleaching it it really damaged it and now it's like i have to do the whole process of trying to get my hair back healthy all over again so i haven't been wearing it straight um, I haven't been putting as much heat on it. I've literally kept the low bun for consistently for damn near a year um, to do the least amount of continuous damage to it as possible. And I'm one of those type of people where I've da- I've damaged my hair before from color and it always like just snapped back. Um, but now I'm just like, uh, it's taking so long to snap back because I never really heavily bleached it like I just did. Anyways, I say that to say um, I'm in a pretty good place with my hair. I'm just now trying to retire that bun I've been rocking to protect my hair. And now I'm just kind of playing with different styles right now, or at least I'm trying to in the future. And yeah, definitely still looking for really reliable hair products to use in terms of like getting moisture to my hair. I feel like it's very hard for me to keep my hair moisturized 
in the way that it needs to be, especially my scalp. So that's kind of like where I am now, like looking for that so my hair can stay pretty healthy. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Hair journey. That's not. Wait, I, it was talking about, you just said something about, oh, so when you quote unquote damage your hair, how long do it take for it to like be repaired? If that makes sense. That's hard to say because. Okay. Depending on what was done. Yeah. Or depending on how you want to like get it to bounce back. Like let's say I cut my hair. I cut the bleach part off. Then my hair will be healthier like damn near instantly because I cut off the unhealthy parts of it. If that makes sense. But since damn near my whole head was bleached, I couldn't really do that because I was about to go short. Right. So when it's like that, I kind of have to little by little let it all grow out and keep right. getting trims and stuff until all the colored hair is like completely gone oh, that's and that's gonna take a good I mean I'm like halfway there now so maybe damn I'm... just halfway pretty much yeah because oh. my hair was damn near bleached close to the root so wow um I just dyed it in a way that it kept my roots dark so um <clears throat> so I was saying in maybe another year oh which is a long, it is kind of a long time. And I'm like, I, oh, that's so long. And I also haven't been getting trims as frequently as I should have either. But I would say I'll give it another year for it to probably be back where I want it, exactly where I want it to be. Yeah, so that's that's me. Okay. Well, you know, I was about to say something, but I totally forgot. Oh, well, fuck it. Um. Okay, black hair. We definitely got to continue. No, where com- you at in your hair journey? In your beard journey. Got no hair. Your beard journey. Girl, fuck this beer. I will say I have been saying <laughs> that people, some men like to dye their beards. You know, I would think I wouldn't mind doing that. What would you dye it? Like brown. Okay. Or like a like like a light brown. I can kind of see you with like a red, a brownish Ew, God, red. No. no. Okay. Oh, look like you trying to give me Keisha Cole red? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um. But no, yeah, going bald and then, you know, got to put cocoa butter and stuff on the scalp, you know, all that. Um, there was one more question I wanted to ask you, but I'm going to wait till you wrap up. Um, what was it? Your statement. Because I'm sorry, I totally interrupted. No, because I, I ain't got no hair journey. Um, I'm just going to keep growing this beard out, shaving a different way. I will say I do like playing with my beard. Mm, like, like just like touching it. And well, like, no, not like that, but like playing with different ways to look because like mm. if I shave my beard a different way I'll be literally look like a totally different person that's fun that's mm-hmm. fun as fuck I do like that actually so just because just as we're wrapping up the conversation I just wanted to ask like what do you define as a beautiful hair and like what do you want to see from the black community in terms of like hair acceptance hair just anything like what what are your thoughts about it I so what do you what, do you, what would you define as beautiful hair and what what in I terms mean, of hair? that's that's i just think hair you proud of okay you know what i'm saying like because beautiful because again some people think straight is beautiful i don't think that's beautiful um mm-hmm. i think that's just you know you know people having to conform and um i like the way the hair black hair is being the journey because i feel like within like the last five or six years just been like this big like natural movement which i've been enjoying and i'm glad too because i feel like for so long specifically black women have had to really when it comes to their beauty and stuff cater it toward these like euro these like 
Euro, Eurocentric, Eurocentric ideas, ideas mm-hmm. and like you know you can't work in an office with your fro, but you can with your perm, like you know mm-hmm. straight hair. So like now I'm glad that like people are starting to like really embrace their black hair more, especially when you in a time where motherfuckers trying to make having dreads illegal in the workplace. You know what I'm saying? Which Weird I'm just like as fuck. I don't understand why dreads are illegal but then you know karen coming in with this crunchy ass hair she got you know what i'm saying but you know that's not my business but um and i hope it continues to grow i'm glad that more women are starting to play with their hair and stuff like that and honestly i need y'all and like i I see it a lot with the old heads and like like it's always want to call natural like that's my biggest pet when they call natural nappy i don't like that like, I don't know. Something about that bothers me. Because, like, my mom and grandma be doing I'd be like, no, it's not nappy. It's natural. I'm pretty sure if you ran your fingers through it, like, you could run your fingers through it. Um, And I think it's just, like, again, it's a generation thing. Because, you know, to them, it's, like, perms and either curls. Like, I like that, like, we kind of shaking them with the whole natural sense. Because it's just, like, what is wrong with natural hair? Literally nothing. What is wrong with it? And then especially like even protective styles, like what is wrong with it? Like it's for it's there for a reason. So Yeah. Know. Okay. Yeah. Um, so for our top five, we decided to do because it's also International Women's History yes. Day, but then I know it's women's history month. Um so shout out to all my bitches out there doing the damn thing, being bad bitches, you know. Um, and we decided to do our top five uh, fee- TV female characters. I had to change one of mine. <laughs> um, did you want to go first or me? Yeah, I'll go first. Go ahead. So this is actually one I just updated. I went from Tony Childs for, for, on Girlfriends, and I replaced her with Issa's character on Insecure. Mm. I loved Tony Childs' character, but yeah. So I put Issa Rae, so that's my number five. I don't know. She's just so relatable in that she show. Is. Like, even just the way she delivers lines and the little funny, awkward shit she does. I'm just like, uh, me. Love her. Number four. This is a package deal. Technically two people, but I'm putting them as one. T and Tamara. Oh, oh, sister, okay. sister. Right, Wait, right. we describe we say what the top five was, right? Yeah, top five okay. female actors. It's female uh, characters. Female characters on comedy shows. Uh, on a comedy show. Um, so yeah, T and Tamara, sister, sister. I had to do it for nostalgia purposes and because like it was like literally one of my favorite TV shows. And I mean, they weren't like the funniest, but it was like little funny situations. So I was like, oh, I love them. Mm. They were just always so cute and classy. Like they were so classy and well-dressed and everything. So True. I fucks with. Sister, sister. Number three, um, Alana from Broad City. Have you seen Broad City? I watched an episode. Not really my cup of tea. I think she's so... She does, like, weird shit that I'm like, damn, I would, like, say or do this or I would want to, but mm. I know people would judge me. So I just love how weird and random and silly she is. I think she's hilarious. Number two, Brandy, obviously... Wait, what was her name? Her name was Brandy on a TV show? Bitch, or- her name was Moesha. <laughs> Moesha. <laughs> I just tweet. Ah, Yo, I know that. Dead. Well, actually, she is the first star. Because you know how most stars start in the show where they use their first name mm-hmm. and then get a character second name? Like Raven. Raven Baxter mm-hmm. and then Martin Payne. So, it, yeah. Okay, so I see the confusion. Yeah. Ah! 
yeah, Brandy, um, from Moesha. What was her character name? Moesha. No, uh, <laughs> no Moesha from Moesha. Um, I just really put that. Honestly, I haven't watched Moesha in like a while. A y'all long need to while. make. Y'all need to put that on DVD. They really do, or put it on one of these little streaming platforms. Or something. But I had to give it to her because that was literally one of my favorite shows growing up. So I'm like, eh, I just got to do it because I just I gotta. She's mm. one of my favorites. Um, number one, of course, Raven Baxter from that. So Raven, like, what? Her ass is so silly. Like, I I just loved her. I so loved good. her outfits. I loved. I just loved everything about her. I thought she was talented, pretty, smart, like funny. She was just a really good like character to to observe and fun to watch. Oh, Raven Simone. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh, my top five. Number five, Miss Pamela James, aka Tashina Arnold from Martin. Mm. You know, oh my God. I loved her. Considered I considered her. Like, oh, I love her. That was so funny. She was so funny. Number four, Maxine Shaw, attorney at law, also known as uh, Eric mm. Alexander from Off Living Single. Honestly, my God. Maxine Loki is one of my favorite characters of all time. Dang. See, I need to watch Living Single again. Oh, my. Like, if I could play a character like Max, her wit and the way she used to come back phenomenal one of the best characters ever and like i loved it because out of all them like her character was like cutthroat didn't take no bullet i love maxine mm-hmm. my favorite number three tony childs she said no uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> now where would i have time to talk to this darnell when i was at home depot all day with jabubu's daddy you know she could never get jabari's yeah. name right? <laughs> oh my god number two raven baxter you know, I had to put... You, did you see when Meg was dancing, somebody said, why she dance like Raven Baxter? Ooh, I already know pe- who your number one gonna be, too. Who? Wait, number one? Oh, number one, Kim Parker! I knew it! From the motherfucking Parkers! No, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> y'all, he had to really sit down and get into this. Countess Vaughn, A, was the most talented woman of her time. Because... that. Countess Vaughn literally shows you Hollywood does not know what to do with black bodies. Why is she not successful now? The girl can sing better than... Well, maybe not anymore. Did you hear about well, like, yeah. her... Yeah. But I'm talking about like even then, like, I think like they just didn't know... Because there's no way, like, how is people like Rebel still working? Like all these other bigger white women... You know what I'm saying? Whereas like Kim, like they just didn't know what to do with her because they was like, mm-hmm. it's a it's a white and she could sing too. That's why I heard it was issue between her and Brandy. Yeah. I on the set of Moesha because everybody was liking her and not Brandy. Or like everybody and, was preferring her and not Brandy. And I think I told you too, I meant to send you that video about About her. the Fresh Prince thing. Yeah. They said she was too funny. Yeah, like been on Broadway, Star Search, like oh, I didn't know she was on Broadway. Yes. Like Countess Bond is that bitch. Like Hollywood let her slip through the crack of their fingers. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm so disappointed. They because really did. That just goes to show they don't know how to, what to do with us. But or that goes to show you could be a six, you could be as talented as you want. But sometimes if the industry doesn't push you or doesn't get behind you, like, or don't care for you. Yeah. Unfortunately, like you just, cause my thing is how is Brent? I mean, cause even though Brandy ain't doing, Brandy's still active. Yeah. She's still relevant. She's like, still pretty relevant. Her encounter should still have the same amount of relevancy. If, if you ask me, I would, I would agree. You know, what I'm they saying? were both like, hella talented. And the better single, too. Like, I'm just keeping it funky. I mean, I 
I can see that. Like, definitely was the I better singer. I can see singer. that in terms of the strength and the... Like, oh my God, Kim's voice. When she used to sing on the Parkers, like, it was insane. But no, the just fucking, oh. Countess Vaughn was, like, my favorite character. Favorite character in the entire world. Um, but that's it. Make sure you follow our social media pages. We're on Twitter at The Rewind. Facebook, The Rewind. Instagram, The Rewind PJ DJ. Uh, donate to our GoFundMe. It's still active and renting. Um, Leave us a else? review. Leave, Leave us, us a, a review, review wherever you listen to this podcast. It really is going to help us um, get seen out here in this uh, big podcast world. You know, leave us a review. Let us know. Like, share, subscribe, comment, retweet, follow. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You know, um, you know, whole season is starting. Daylight Savings Times is here. Um, mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Be blessed. Yeah.